Welcome to the Business of Beverages, Drinks Industry Insights with Makers, Marketeers, and Mischief. We are doing a shot of again. Again. But I think we're going to have to change things because, you know, the, it's kind of getting a bit out of hand. I know. You, you're, you've battered me. All right, I'll, I'll put my hands up. I, I can't win. So from now on, I am only playing for fun. You can keep score because I know you're that kind of competitive person. But I, I am here for the knowledge and education element now. Oh, God. Knowledge and education. Boring. It, it's edutainment. Yeah. Um, yes, I, I went on a marketing course once. <laughs> um, I tell you what, what we should do is rather than do one every fortnight, why don't we just each do one now and we can kind of just, you know, not keep scores, just, you know, have a little bit of friendly banter. A little bit of sparring, shall we say. Yes. Uh, I think we should probably go back over the rules again. Okay. So we each pick a beverage. So we have an imaginary beverage held in our mind. Yes. One, one beverage each. That's mm-hmm. it. It's just one drink. And then we have clues for the other person to guess what that beverage is. The first clue is the most difficult. The last clue is kind of the the gimme. And there are a decreasing number of points available. So if you get it early on, you get more points. If you have to go through all the clues, you get fewer points. And obviously, if you don't get the drink at all, you get zero points. Oh, yeah. Uh, Well, that hasn't happened yet. Thankfully. (laughs) So uh, who wants to go first? I I can go first. Okay. Shoot. All right. So, Will, I've got uh, got five clues here for, for the particular beverage that I'm thinking of. Yeah. Uh, my first clue is that this drink has a national day on December the 20th. Oh. A national day. So what kind of beverage would have a national day? Oh. Okay, so it's not Beaujolais because it's it's too late in the season for for that. Um, December, ugh, something dark and wintry. I'm guessing. Um, I'm going to go for National Baltic Porter Day. I would love if there was a National Baltic Porter Day. <laughs> that, that would just be amazing. Uh, and if there's not one, there should be one. But but it, it, December it's December the twentieth. It's not Baltic Porter. But this December 20th, you and I are doing a National Baltic Porter Day. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so. so I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's not that one. So right. your next clue is that the beverage first came to the US in 1964 at the World's Fair held in New York City. Oh, my God. Pisco. It is not Pisco. Hmm. But it, but keep the, keep that line of thinking going. It's obviously not originally from the states. No, and it must be something which came rather late to the states. So I was wondering what could possibly have taken that long to get to the states. And the fact it was a world trade fair as well. Think about you know there's different countries that would have their display stands at it. Yeah, a lot of you've already Af- used your guess on this clue. A lot of African countries became independent uh, in the uh, '60s. Mm. Okay, keep going. Okay. So, uh, I, there's, there's a little bit of a, a clue in this one. So, I should it, hope so. It, yeah, it is it's Europe- a clue. It, it is European, oh. and its label is protected by European law. So, uh, there are three or four specific products that can, you can only call this beverage by this name if it originates from one of two European countries. Anywhere else, if it comes from anywhere else, they can't call it by this name. 
so it's slightly different to the GI identification in that it, it's across a couple of countries. Yes. Oh. Oh. So it is it is made in, in many countries, but only two countries can sell it as what it is, what we would refer it to. Geneva. It is not Geneva. This is a good one. It is. I'm quite proud of this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm under serious pressure here. Uh, I, I think you'll get it on, on, on the next one. If you definitely don't get it on the next one, you definitely get it on the last one. So it is traditionally made using steeped citrus fruit uh, with Muscovado sugar that is left overnight before adding the rest of the liquid. Citrus fruits. Citrus fruits. You can also use cherries and various other... Traditionally, either very citrusy or dark fruits. Schnapps? It is not schnapps. Yeah, no, that, that wasn't... Yeah. I know you thought that was going to help me. It didn't help me. It threw me off completely. Uh, I, no, I, I genuinely thought you would get it on that one, but you will absolutely 100% get it on this last one. Mm-hmm. So the name is derived from, depending on who you believe, either the Portuguese or Spanish for blood or bloodletting. <laughs> I've never seen you this stumped. This is, I, I really thought you'd get this. So is even, even I, I'm actually helping you now. So even think about the two languages yeah there are two countries that can sangria yes but like i didn't okay all right sangria so uh, that, that, uh, was, that was that was a tough one yeah wow i i can't believe that sangria came that late to the states and the the muscovado sugar and the citrus totally threw me um because of course sangria is traditionally wine-based Obviously, it has fruit added to it and is sweetened as well. That's you, that's what you're referring to. But yeah, I I just went immediately to kind of spirits. Um, so obviously, it can only come from Portugal or Spain. Or you can make it in Bulgaria. You can make it in Ireland. But you can only call it sangria if it is Portuguese or Spanish under EU regulations. Well, that that was great. Really well done. Uh, you. I hope you've learned something. I was edutained there. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> um, Okay, I have a funny feeling that you, um, now, you only have to beat one point. You're asking a lot of me, Will. Like, my performances to date in this tournament have not been great. Well, you've got at least one in every in every round so far, and, and often better. So let's start off. So I am uh, holding in my mind an imaginary drink. So like all beverage categories these days, um, I have a celebrity version. Uh, and the celebrity who is most famous for making this beverage is Mr. Danny DeVito. Okay, so I'm a huge fan of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and my head has immediately gone to rum ham, but that is a, <laughs> that is a food covered in rum rather than the opposite way around. I have no idea what Danny DeVito advertised. I'm even trying to think of who the target audience is for a Danny DeVito-backed beverage. Uh, like, it, it could be... It, it genuinely, it could be Coors Light. It could be some American wine. Ah. <laughs> or rum ham. Is there ham-flavoured rum? 
I'm going to go with ham flavored rum. No, it okay. is not ham flavored rum. To the best of my knowledge, Danny DeVito does not uh, manufacture ham flavored rum. <laughs> Although if he did, I'd buy it. <laughs> I would absolutely buy it. <laughs> okay. Um, so a, a significant step for you now in the next. So um, second clue. Uh, so this beverage is often, usually, brightly colored and or emulsified. Emulsified? I, ooh. Uh, my, my brain has just gone, you can buy emulsified drinks? Yeah, so like Ouzo or, yeah. um, you know, uh, Pastis. Oh, too much there, really. But no, I, I, I kind of get where you're going. But uh, again, I'm trying to put Danny DeVito with like a, a, a brightly colored yeah. and or emulsified. I am, I'm stumped. I am absolutely stumped. No, I, I'm, I'm going to have to get something. Is there like an orange juice seltzer or something? <laughs> there you go. Now I've brought two new products to the table. <laughs> Ham flavored rum and orange juice seltzer. No. It is not orange juice um, seltzer. I am predominantly consumed as a digestif. I'm trying to think of all those random bottles that people bring home from their holidays and they end up sitting on a shelf in the mm-hmm. kitchen, never to be touched. Mm-hmm. You are not a million miles away. In fact, is it limoncello? Boom. Ah. Yes, congratulations. Three points. Uh, limoncello, absolutely. Um, your next clue was, uh, I'm Italian. And then your final clue was, uh, I'm made from Sorrento lemons. So limoncello. How or why is Danny DeVito the, the public spokesperson for Limoncello? Uh, you should look up Danny DeVito uh, talk show on YouTube. Sorry, Danny DeVito Limoncello talk show. And he tells a hilarious story and hilarious story uh, about how and why he ended up um, buying a Limoncello brand. That's amazing. I, I'm 100% doing this after this episode. Uh, and I'm going to Google up, um, see if ham flavoured rum is a thing and if I can get a bottle. And if it's not a thing... We are patent pending that right now. <laughs> right. Brilliant. Good luck. All right. Goodbye. Well done. Congratulations. Thank you for listening to the Business of Beverages. It's been our pleasure to bring you this episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe and recommend us to one other friend or colleague. As ever, we are independently produced and self-funded. So we appreciate your support in listening, sharing, or reviewing this podcast. You can, of course, follow us on Twitter, where we go by at BizBevPod. If you'd like to support us further, you can find us on buymeacoffee.com forward slash BizBevPod. Okay, what are we doing?